Hey, it's Mary Coleman, your host for the All Things Education podcast. If you don't know, I'm a student too, and I'm currently studying psychology. I'm so glad you're listening today because we learn about study and lifestyle tips, chat with professional guests about a range of topics. We learn about the ins and outs of school and uni life, how to form solid friendships, actualize career aspirations, chat about relationships, moving, traveling, and so much more. We have a range of content on this podcast, and it's all to help you be that much more informed about the world we live in. So let's get educated, shall we? Hey, 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 guys. Yes, it is Mary back at you for another episode. Welcome back to the All Things Education podcast. And if you are new here, thank you so much for tuning in. We basically talk about study tips, study tricks, um, things like we talk about career pathways and how to get into a particular career that you want to get to get into. And we talk about just so many different things um, related to study and education, but also well-being and lifestyle as well. And we also have a merch store that is opening on the 1st of March and it donates 100% of profits to the Bright Futures Child Aid and Development Organization. So they are a wonderful organization. I'm going to talk to you guys about in a little bit, but um, yeah, that's super exciting. Opening on the 1st of March. So 1st of March, 2023, if you're listening in the future, <laughs> you should definitely go check it out. Um, and uh, yeah, get keen for that. Anyway, this episode today is all about, I would say it's a very motivational episode. It's focusing on uh, how you can overcome your fears, overcome your, your difficulties and challenges in life to truly become successful and feel super confident in your body, in your skin. It's just, it is an amazing motivational episode. And you guys, I am super excited to announce this podcast episode's guest star, which is Michelle Quay. And oh, Michelle is amazing. When you hear from her, you're just going to be mind blown. Uh, Michelle Quay is an international speaker, certified visibility coach, certified storytelling master and author. And oh my goodness, her storytelling. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's it's amazing. So as the founder of Elevated Life Coaching, Michelle mentors women to use the power of storytelling as a secret source to attract clients and turn their passion for coaching into a profitable business. So she is the author of Perfectly Normal, An Immigrant Story of Making It in America, a powerful memoir which basically describes her life's journey, including a childhood tragedy that changed everything for her, which happened at 11 years old and essentially stunted her growth so that she is four feet, four inches tall. And she's going to explain a little bit more about her story in a little bit. Um, but there is so much praise for Michelle. There is, I could honestly go on and on and on about how amazing she is. And, and I will, you know what? I will. Let me just continue. So Michelle has been featured in the Los Angeles Tribune live series, Shout Out LA, Voyage LA magazine, Fox and Authority magazine for her expertise in overcoming adversity and achieving visibility. And those are the topics that we are talking about today in this episode. We are specifically, as I was mentioning before, it, it's a motivational episode in many ways as we are focusing on how to overcome your fears, overcome the challenges and perhaps emotional, you know, um, boundaries that you have to really achieve the best that you can in life. And obviously listening to Michelle's story is just amazing because you not only hear how, I mean, at age 11, she was permanently disabled in a car accident that, like I said before, froze her growth four feet, four inches tall, and she needs crutches to walk, um, left her needing crutches to walk, sorry. And, um, not that she she wasn't just physically small, but she also used to live her life emotionally small. And we talk about that in the episode t- today. We talk about how important it is to overcome 
things like that. Um, overcome obviously physical things and overcome emotional things, so internal things. Um, so I do think this is going to be a really motivating episode for you guys. Um, and I think that's what I'm most excited for you guys to hear is just to be motivated and inspired that even literally from a car accident, which was tragic, traumatic and horrific, really, um, you know, with all of that, all that adversity, she was able to overcome it and become the most amazing, successful woman that she is today. Anyway, that's enough about Michelle and the amazingness of her. I mean, probably not enough. I could continue to go on, <laughs> but I will give you guys a little life update. So I'm currently recording this um, Thursday night. And uh, my flight is tomorrow morning, which is very fun. Tomorrow morning, super early in the morning, I think 6am or something like that. Well, I, sh I should know, shouldn't I? <laughs> and um, yeah, that's pretty keen. I'm pretty excited for that. And that means that I will officially be living in New South Wales. And um, apart from that, so by the time this episode has been released, I will officially be over there, which is very exciting. Very, very keen for that. And um, studying an arts degree is something that I've always wanted to do. Um and obviously I can talk about a bit more about that later in maybe another episode, a couple episodes down the track, but I really love studying the arts and I'm very keen to learn everything that I'm going to be learning um, on campus, which is very exciting. Um, but that's pretty much the biggest thing that's happened this week. Another big thing is I've just been recording and just interviewing with some amazing podcast guests in and out, like every day, just constantly communicating with the upcoming guests. And I honestly am just super stoked for everything that is happening. And, um, yeah, I am just extremely keen for everything that you guys are going to hear eventually later down the track. So that is pretty cool. Again, I, I usually do the book of the week segment this week. I am not going to do it again just because I haven't been reading anything this week aside from, um, psychology related things and, um, or project 50 that I'm doing on Instagram, um, at all things education, if you're not already following, um, project 50 is what I'm doing. And you're supposed to read 10 pages a day. And I've just literally been doing that bare minimum, 10 pages a day of something related to like learning about website or learning about coding or learning about how to publish a book, um, things like that. Um, but I wouldn't say I'm not reading any fiction or non, I'm uh, not reading any fiction at the moment. Um, yeah. So a new segment that we're actually going to be introducing now is going to be called review of the week. So essentially every week, um, and anyone is welcome to participate in this. So anyone listening today, you are more than welcome to email me at hello at all things, education, 21.com. Hello at all things, education, 21.com. And if you attach a voice memo and just give a 30 second review of what you like about the All Things Education podcast, and I'm going to insert it in here every single week. So we do have a review to give this week and we have a review hopefully every single week for the rest of the podcast episodes, um, which is really exciting. So we get to showcase someone and um, this person will remain anonymous, but um, you can either you know, say your name and you can get a shout out and you can get a little bit of a feature on the episode um, and share your favorite thing about the podcast or the Instagram or the store that's going to open up on the 1st of March, the merch store. And yeah, just send in a review. I really encourage you guys to do so. I've got a couple of reviews that I'm going to slot in, which are super positive and I'm like so grateful um, that people just gave such positive reviews um about the all things education podcast but anyway i'm gonna play this review now for you guys and i really hope you enjoy it as someone who has listened to the all things education podcast i have found it a very inspiring and motivating way to help me in my studies and personal goals it is like getting knowledge from the older sister who i never had and now she is providing her helpful advice to the growing younger age groups out there 
I think more people should give it a go and definitely try to at least take one thing away which sticks with you and from there apply it to yourself or your studies. It gives you so much to think about and definitely give it a go. Okie dokie. Well, that was a cool little review. I really liked it. And again, thank you so much to the person. I know you're listening right now. So thank you so much for contributing and leaving a review. I really appreciate it. And again, if you want to leave a review and you want to give your feedback on what you like or don't like about the All Things Education podcast, please send me an email. My name is Mary Coleman. Email me at hello at allthingseducation21.com. All right, let's talk about Patreon. Um, So this is another segment that I'm adding in every single segment that I'm kind of, you know, adding in. I'm going to continue and I'll keep it up. Uh, but Patreon, I really want to encourage you guys. Um, if oh, Actually, rewind. If you don't know what it is, Patreon is essentially a membership-based platform where you're paying money per month um, to access a certain um, additional benefits to something that you're already receiving. So, for example, if you wanted to listen to this episode ad-free, I have a particular Patreon membership that you can pay, you know, like $5 a month or whatever it is on there. $5 a month where you are able to like listen to these episodes completely ad-free. So um, you'll actually hear an ad in the middle of this episode today. And if you kind of are sick of listening to ads on podcasts or whatever it is, then you don't have to listen to it through ads. So you can go into Patreon, you can sign up for that membership, and then you're going to be getting ad-free listens. Um, I also have other things on Patreon, which is really exciting. Um, something I'm currently developing. So it's something that you can sign up for now um, and you'll receive it within the next month um, because that's hopefully when I'm going to be releasing it. And it's very exciting. And this is a bit of a, like a, uh, what would you call it? Kind of like a newsflash sort of thing. I am going to be releasing a ultimate study guide which is going to have everything for high school students in Australia only unfortunately because that's just what I know and that's the knowledge I have in so for all Australian students listening if you would like to have the ultimate study guide for high school which covers content from years 10 years 11 and years 12 specific to each and every state with um content that is very specific to particularly yeah the state that you're in and maybe or explain stories from me and examples it has things like study techniques and memorization techniques how to prepare for exams how to take exams for the first time it is a massive thing that I've been um, building upon but it's something that I'm really excited to share with you guys so if you want to get access to that study guide and get access to a bank of all of these different study um, like study posters, um, motivational quotes, like iPhone wallpapers. I have a Google Drive that I will be able to uh, will set up so that you guys can access um, and you are able to access it through the Patreon um, membership. So once you get a Patreon membership, every month you're paying and then you're getting access to the Google Drive, which will continuously be uploaded, you know, with all these different, um, you know, just like lots of different um, study techniques and he- methods and little tips and bonus episode content so I would really highly encourage you guys to go check out Patreon um and I will link it in the show notes so definitely just go click on it now the audio episode will still continue playing as you go click on it so open the show notes right now you guys and click on Patreon and check it out and if you're interested in any of those memberships please become a member I am super excited to start this up and build a little bit of a community around this especially the study guide this so the bank of the Google Drive um documents is already up and running but this digital study guide will be available on its own so you can purchase it on its own or you can purchase it through the membership and then get digital access to it through the google drive yeah so that is that it is 
a mega ultimate study guide. It is the best, the biggest, the one you want to have if you are an Australian high school student. And I'm making it amazing because I want you guys to really benefit from it and really be helped. Um, and some of the information is really simple, but something you may maybe not think about. Who knows? Anyway, that is that. I have already introduced um, the wonderful Michelle to us um, already today. However, um, I did just want to reiterate how amazing she is um, and just to really highlight that she is certified. Um, she's a certified visibility coach. She's a certified storytelling master and she's an author, as I was saying before. Um, and obviously, uh, I mean, you guys can't see the video, but um, she smiles so much. She has the biggest smile on her face. She talks with so much positivity, warmth and love. And it really allows her to bring audiences together and support them in their quest to live more fearlessly. And I feel like you're definitely going to feel the love coming through the podcast episode today. So without further ado, let's listen to Michelle from Elevate Life Coaching. Michelle, hey, welcome to the All Things Education podcast. So excited to have you here. I'm so excited yes. to be here. Everything is about education. I truly believe that education mm. is your foundation. Oh, yeah. Without proper education, without the equal opportunity to education, yeah. there is no future. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100% agree. Could not agree more. Oh, my goodness. Super stoked to have you. I think let's just jump right on into it. Would you be able to share your story with the listeners a little bit for us, please? Yeah, so my story began when I was 11 years old. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of people are still probably in elementary school. That's probably like elementary uh, fourth or yeah. fifth grade. And I was, uh, before that, I was a very typical normal kid. Nothing special about me. You know, like I grow up, I like to hang out with my friends. I'm always very outgoing, very uh, outspoken. My favorite thing is to be on the stage and just do like speech contests. And I remember my dad used to enroll me to a lot of speech contests. And I joined, I, I enjoy being in front of the stage and talking to everybody. I have that, you know, inner kind of like a leadership kind of myself where I wanted to cultivate when I was little. And when I was 11, I was coming off from school one day. Um, I was meeting my mom uh, who was picking me up. And as I was crossing the street, right. um, suddenly I heard a lot of chaos and there was a lot of dramas mm -hmm. around me. And I couldn't comprehend exactly how it happened. Mm -hmm. But apparently there was a taxi that was driving really fast towards me. And as I was standing, got to the middle of the, the street, mm -hmm. the taxi was so, it was running so, so fast that there was no way for me to get out wow. of the way. And yeah. so the taxi hit me and it hit me and pushes me about a hundred feet away from where I was, where I was standing. Mm -hmm. And the next thing I knew, I woke up in the hospital bed. Oh, my goodness. So a lot of the details of what had happened during that moment when the taxi hit me and pushed me to 100 feet away, I, I, th there's a memory gap where I was really just relying on yeah, right. uh, the witnesses who was on site to fill me in, mm. in to exactly what had happened. And so I, I wrote a book, but in that book, I was struggling to fill in the details mm. of how the accident happened because I had no recollection of it. Yeah, of course, right. And I remember um, before before that second, that split second, I remember my, my best friend was calling me from behind. She was like, wait, Michelle, stop, stop. And by the time I turned, I was already down on the floor. 
And so I woke up in the in a hospital bed. I I feel I felt like I was in pain, but I couldn't understand what was going on. I saw my parents talking to the doctor, and the next thing I know, I looked down on my on my body, and I noticed from my waist all the way to my ankle, the doctor had wrapped me with the plaster with a with a with a uh, case. Mm-hmm. And I, I was trapped. Mm. I was trapped for the following three months oh my gosh. after the car accident. I was in that case the whole entire time. Wow. So I couldn't go to school anymore. And like, hooray, right? <laughs> no more school. It was yeah, like yeah. one of the positive. <laughs> Best thing ever. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> no, like, hooray, no more school. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, and it was so like okay, great. Um, mm-hmm. But three months, what do I do? So and so my so my parents took me home, and they set aside this bed in our living room, and where I would just you know sleep in the living room, do all my business, and for a while I was really enjoying that life of no school, and I can do whatever I want, except I was bound, I was trapped to the bed, right, bedridden. <clears throat> But during that time, I didn't have anything else to do besides just read. So my mom bought me a lot of books. They're, they're mostly uh, storytell- storytelling books, uh, a lot of fairy tales, a lot of these uh, uh, really great works of the English literature, um, but translating in Chinese. And so I was reading a lot of books. I was doing a lot of uh, reading during that time because that's all the time that I have in the, in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of my favorite is actually uh, like these suspense uh, Sherlock oh, yeah. Holmes. I'm yep. like all into detective. <laughs> oh, I love them so much. They're so good. <laughs> I love the whole detective work. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like create a lot of mystery, right? Trying to solve the mm. puzzles. And so that's basically how I how I spend my three months after the accident. And when I was ready to have the doctor take out the, the cast from me, um, I had to go through rehab. So four years, I was 11. And then so four years after that, so I spent uh, four years of going in and out of the hospital, going through uh, rehab, physical therapy. And there were some um, some of the places uh, where my bone was broken. It's not healing. So the doctor ended up going back, um, pushing me back to surgery. And so I, on and off, I have total of 13 uh, surgeries altogether. So... I spent my basically my whole entire childhood in and out of the hospital, going through surgery, and just being in the wheelchair for a very long time. And I remember I started to uh, compete in wheelchair. Oh, yeah. uh, kids, we have these uh, amazing things <laughs> yeah. to think about when we're bored, right? And so I started to compete in wheelchair, mm. doing all kinds of like su- really super cool technique with the wheelchair. I can bounce around, That's I can so drive cool. it, I can go really fast, I can chase people down the, down the street. Yeah. And so it was just wow, fun. That's great. That's so cool. To me, it was kind of fun. Yeah. It was it was great that because I was able to connect with other other mm. um, uh, uh, children who also struggle with their uh, mobility, yeah. and a lot of them are struggling with polio because back in the days, you know, we a lot of them had polio. Mm-hmm. Um, the, 
that that kind of uh, spread in the 1970s. And so I, I got I became friends with, with them and it kind of find uh, I found the similarity, you know, since I'm also wheelchair bound and they're wheelchair bound. So there's like some share um, uh, similarity. I could share and understand their stories. And so we became friends and that was my probably my highlight um, right before I came to America. So I was born, I was born in Taiwan, grew up in Taiwan, and then came to America when I was 15. So right before I got discharged to from the from the rehab hospital, um, my doctor gave me a pair of metal brace to wear. And he said, you're gonna you're gonna continue to wear it because you're still growing, you need to uh, structure support for your mm. bone as they grow. And of course, you know, as 15 year old, I would like to look pretty. I would like to like yeah. dress up and impress the boys, right? Yeah. It was that. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like to impress the boy. I maybe go out a couple of dates. And so there's no way for me wanted to wear that ugly pair of shoes. Like it doesn't even look attractive at all. It's like it, I look like a robot. <laughs> right, you know, like you know, my legs are stiff. You know, I couldn't couldn't bend my knee, and so it's just not very attractive. So I, of course, I didn't. I did what most children wouldn't do. I didn't listen to my doctor, so I took it off. And of course, it created a lot of um, uh, side effects from the fact that I wasn't walking properly. I was putting a lot of uh, weight on my leg, and so my left leg is crooked. And so started slowly, my my physical health deteriorate. So I I could no longer walk long distance by the time I got to college, and I would always have to walk with either assistant mm-hmm. um, or with my two crutches. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that journey was just not very um, pleasant in the sense that there was a lot of judgment, right? Because as I'm walking um, uh, like a wobbly penguin, people start to notice that, oh, she's she's look di- very different. She, not only does she look different, she's walking funny, right? And and when we see someone who doesn't doesn't look or, or look a little different, we always have that curiosity of, oh, I wonder what happened to them. And and when I was younger, it, I, I didn't appreciate the fact that I stood out. I didn't appreciate the fact that I am so visible to to among among people and among public. And so every time people come and ask me, "Hey, what's wrong with you?" I took it very personal. I took it at almost like very defensively. Like, "You, why are you judging me? Like, I'm just a regular person." Can you please not ask me what happened to me? So there's part of me wanting to hide from people asking, but it it was just not possible because I look so different and I'm only four feet, four inches tall. And so immediately people would just start wonder. So I, I grew up with that mindset and mentality of people are going to look and they're going to judge. Now, how do I deal with that judgment? Right? How do I deal with the negativity that people are pressing against me or people that I don't, I don't belong among my peers? Like I never belong into a group of people and I never belong to these pretty girls who's always, you know, um, being chased by the boys or who's very attractive. I don't belong in that group. And, and here I am, you know, I'm, I'm trying to learn how to speak proper English in a new foreign country. 
where I have no friends, and I'm trying to find a group where I belong. Yeah. And so that was that was pretty much the highlight of my entire academic school years mm. trying to belong somewhere wow yeah I mean I was just gonna say Michelle in in some way I definitely can relate to that because I speak about this a lot with a lot of guests but um I went to an all-girls school and I feel like the environment was pretty toxic like in the sense that everyone was just trying to compete against themselves in their looks and their academic success and you kind of just fit into like one of three categories you were either really really smart um and you like to study a lot or you know you were like really pretty and kind of like the dumb blonde stereotype in a way or you were just kind of like a misfit you know like with kind of was just no other categories which was really just the worst for mental health and for girls growing up in this environment that was like super cultivated of this high intensity of competition the whole time you know and I don't know I just I feel like it wasn't really good for my Mm -hmm. mental health yeah yeah I just it was so hard because a lot of the time I didn't really feel like I fit in you know I didn't feel like I had a place or a sense of belonging so I can kind of understand where you're coming from in so many different ways yeah yeah um it's it's wild yeah. Yeah. And, and I think there's that sense of um, kind of like a competition, right? We all yes. form our little circle when we're in school. Like who, there's that sense of likability. Mm-hmm. Like, do you, do I like my friends? You know, do does my friend like me? Yeah. And there we're looking for some type of, um, I see myself in you, that kind of, kind of situation, right? And and if I don't see myself in them and they don't see themselves in me, then there's like a huge uh, disconnect of there. there's this little pocket of people coming together, but I don't have any pocket that I can tap into. I don't have any groups that I can belong to. And, and that becomes like, a big issues, especially in the very young age where we learn from each other by being inside a group or belonging in into a uh, a culture or society, a club, right? There's mm. that we learn from each other that way. Yes. And I, I feel that was a very crucial moment for me to to have that peer bonding, right? To hear that have that peer support where my people, my peers can understand what, what I was going through. But they couldn't because they're on a different level. And I was a different level. I was at a very feeling isolated. I didn't feel like I was able to connect. Nobody could understand me. Nobody understood what I was going Mm. through. And so that sense of understanding is really crucial for us to find that sense of belonging to be, whether it's in a club, in a society, or in a culture, or even in a school, in our Mm. classroom. Those are really important um, things that we look for mm. in terms of our growth during that period of time. Yeah. And how long did it actually take you to become comfortable in your own skin and comfortable with the thing, like the things, the cards you've been dealt in life? Like how long did it really take you to um, figure that all out and overcome it? It, it took me a very, very long time. <laughs> yeah. <Fair laughs> it enough. took me a whole, almost a whole entire life, right? If wow. we think about, yeah. think about it doesn't happen uh, overnight. Mm. And and this is something I, I think is really important for, for the listeners and the, um, to listen and really to understand that what you're going through 
it's a, it's a phase, it's a transition, it's a period of time where your goal is not to get over it, but to experience it in such a way that you welcome every pieces of experiencing life. You welcome them, you embrace them, right? This is not the time where we're getting through something. We actually want to open our arm to experience and welcome this, this, this whatever that we're going through, whether it's the positive or the negative. It took me um, 20 something years. So I was uh, 15 when I got here. And I didn't, I didn't actually start to recognize that there's something about me that makes me me, makes me unique, make me different. And those are great characteristics that I can have in my life that really can help me become successful in whatever I want to do. It took me 20 years to finally realize that I don't need to um, be perfect in the way I speak English. I am not. English is not my first language. So I don't need to pretend that I sound perfect when I speak. There's always going to be a little bit of accent or a little bit of the way that I pronounce words very differently compared to someone else who is a first language English speaker. And so just having that recognition that there is going to be me and I will always be different, that started to allow me to open up the possibility of speaking up and just speaking up, having my voice, sharing my opinion, regardless of how I talk, how I speak. It was like a beautiful window that just opened up to the possibility of I can make more new friends. I can meet new friends. I can connect and speak to new friends. I can share my opinion without feeling judged. Right. And so that was my opening of, okay, so I, I got this, I can do this. <laughs> and so that was um, uh, 20 years, right? But like, still there was like little things that came up. So for example, when I, when I graduated from college, my first job was uh, working, trying to get into uh, Boeing 747. So that was my first job interview. And it took me a long time to like actually find that position and wanting to apply. I didn't even get hired yet. I just wanted to apply. And I remember walking to the, to the, to the workplace and working to the place. And my interviewer was this lady behind the desk. And then all these people who's walking in and out of the, of the company are really tall. They were like six feet, six feet tall or more and big guy, you know, they build, they go to the gym. And here I am four feet, four inches tall. I walk in with crutches and I'm like wobbly penguins. And there I was, I was sitting there and thinking, oh my gosh, how can I possibly become the manager of this, uh, these people? There's no way that I can manage this job. And, and I remember that day I even took my mom. That's how insecure I was about what I was about to do at the college. So that was like my 30, my early 30, 30 uh, when, when I graduated from, from the college. And then, so after that, I decided to go back to school to get my pharmacist degree. So I spent um, another four years in graduate school and finally got my doctors of pharmacy. And this is all because of my mom who wanted me to have skills and, and just being able to, to live my life my, my, uh, this way. 
And so by the time that I got out of pharmacy school, mm-hmm. going to the workforce, that's like another layer of challenges and obstacles. Mm-hmm. And so the challenges and obstacles in our life never stop. But it, it's the idea of what do you do with these challenges and obstacles? What do you do with these difficulty that shows up in your way, right? And so what really was kind of like my turning point was when I was 40, I woke up and I said to myself, I am no longer wanting to live this life this way. If I, if I am to live 80 years old, I just wasted half of my years, half of my life, feeling sorry for myself, playing small, and always living under people's expectation of how they how they believe I should be, yeah. right? And it is time. Where's me? It mm. is time for me to live. So I remember the first thing I did was I wanted to take care of myself. I want to look good, despite the fact that, you know, I walk with crutches, four feet, four inches tall. The first thing that came to my mind was I want to be fit. Like when you go to Instagram, right, you see all these uh, ladies with six packs and people are protein shakes and you know they want like amazing bodies i want to be like that and again it's like more like uh, i want to belong somewhere right so i'm like i'm thinking if they can do that why can i do it and if i'm able to do it that that's even better because then i prove to everybody that i'm capable of doing things not only to prove to everybody but i also to prove it to myself that i can do things right and so that was the first thing I did. I went, I decided after years of never being setting a foot into the gym, I went to the gym. I started to work with a personal trainer. He taught me how to use the treadmill for the very first time. And slowly I was able to uh, use the treadmill and start to work on my body. And that was the first thing that I did for myself. And because I recognized and I knew that this is not the life I want to live, always for someone else, playing small. And so that was the change for yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Michelle, I'm literally sitting on the edge of my seat right now. <laughs> I'm so intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. You were so inspiring in everything you are saying. I genuinely am sitting on the edge of my seat, scribbling down a thousand words a minute on this tiny little piece of paper that I've got. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would really be interested in in talking to you about the top three things that, um, you know, this whole experience, this whole journey, this journey of a lifetime, really, what has it taught you? And what are the three things, I guess, that, you know, you really want to convey to, you know, the listeners today? I, I think there's three most important thing that I want to share, right? I want to talk about. And, and I came up with this acronym called HOP, H-O-P, okay? HOP, the first H, H stands for harnessing your superpower. Like every single one of us have like some unique superpower, right? My superpower is being brave and being courageous. And I'm really good with organization. I love planner. I'm a planner addict. Like if you talk to me about stationary, I can talk all day stationary, yes. right? <laughs> we have to have a chat later about <laughs> so this. <laughs> 
But we all bring in our own superpower in everything that we do. Yes. So I think the first most important thing is I want you to make a list of all the superpower that you believe you have. You could be、uh, very good with books. You could be very good with math. You could be very good with、um, I don't know with friends and connecting people, making making small groups, and or maybe hosting events、um, in your school or coordinating and running a club. There's something about you that nobody else has. So what are they? Make a list of that, and you're going to eliminate. Okay, we're going to cross out some of the things that you、uh, maybe not so much. So I always like to imagine you're being attacked by trolls. Okay, these are、uh, creatures that come and attack you. So the first time they attack you, you're crossing the bridge, and they're going to take away three on that list that you have made. So three superpowers that took away by this troll,、mm. and then you're going to go onto this、uh, the bridge again, and you're going to cross, and there you are. You come across another troll、mm-hmm. who's going to take away another three sets of your superpower. Right. Okay. And so at the end, you're only going to have one amazing, powerful superpower that you're going to carry into your heart the whole entire journey. In your academic life, in your in your life in the future, the life that you want to live, that is your one superpower that nobody can touch and take away from you. Wow! So think about what that superpower is, and write it down. Keep it in your journal. Paste it onto the wall. Make it into your art. Whatever you do, remember that is your superpower. So harnessing your superpower. Yes. The next thing is to recognize the opportunity. What are the opportunity that's presenting in front of you? It could be an opportunity that the teacher invite you to speak at a, a speech contest, or it could be the opportunity to open up yourself to a podcast. Right? You started a podcast. Mary started a podcast. That took some. That took some bravery and to see the opportunity that this is something I can do. This is something I enjoy. So recognize what kind of opportunity is presenting in front of you, and be courageous enough to say yes to that opportunity. Try it out. Again, the goal is not to get through, to get over something. It's actually to go through the experience. And see what the life has to teach you. Okay, so welcome and embrace that opportunity that shows up. And then the last thing that you're going to remember is the P. The P is persistency.、Mm-hmm. Okay, everything that we do in life, we have to show up and do it consistently, no matter whether you're 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 going to be successful or you're not. Going to believe that you'll be successful. You're going to show up a hundred percent. You, you're just going to show up, see what life is going to teach you, and see what school has to teach you or offer you, and be consistent and be persistent at it.、Mm-hmm. Persistency is going to take you very far, right? Whether you you enjoy the process or not, you're going to walk away knowing that oh. I didn't like this experience of being a podcast. Maybe podcast is not my thing. Let me try something else. And this is how we find our place, find out to use our superpower. My superpower may not be、uh, doing YouTube video. My superpower may be doing more audio podcasting. 
right? But you have to be able to put yourself into like creating these videos. And every every time you're just gonna show up and do that video, and maybe you don't see any result and you don't like it. Great, perfect. Now you know what you didn't know before, right? That is through persistency. So the three things that students should learn, okay, the audience should learn is called HOP. Harnessing your superpower, embracing your opportunity, and persistency is the key. I love it. I'm writing it down as we speak. I'm going to make sure that all the listeners know about that acronym. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle. <laughs> um, yeah, I think what I was just going to touch on next is um, shifting gears a little bit. What would you say is the one take-home message that you really want the audience to know um, and just something if they t- take anything away from this entire episode, which I'm sure they've taken away so much, but um, if they only take away one thing from this episode, what would your nugget of wisdom be? I, I think it's important to recognize that you you are not alone, right? A lot of time we think that we're alone, but that same feeling is shared by your peers, mm. by people who um, have gone onto this journey before you. And so there's a lot of feelings and emotions that you're you're embracing right now. It's all sitting in your chest, maybe, right? It feels tight. Maybe it's anger. Maybe it's frustration. Maybe it's the fact that you know you don't get to get to um, the 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 grade that you want, or the um, you know the the friends that circle that you wanted to join. There's a lot of emotion coming behind that. So I think. Whenever you find yourself um, through changes, whether it's a going going into a new environment, whether it's a new class or a new new stage in your life or new career or new opportunity that comes up, recognizing that emotion and knowing that you are not alone, and perhaps do a little bit of journal journaling on that. Right, write it out. Don't hold it hold it back to, with uh, inside of you. I, I remember when I was going through some difficult changes, one of my biggest um, enjoyable process, my outlet, my emotional outlet was blogging. So I started blogging like really early in life, like in my 20s, and because I had no one else to share and I didn't feel safe to share with anyone else because uh, I didn't believe that people would understand me. So I wrote a lot of blog. blog. I kept writing and dumping all my thoughts into my blog. And surprisingly, through those words, I was able to make a lot of blogging friends. And they all share the same feeling as I do, right? So just because you don't talk about your emotion doesn't mean that your emotion is not being shared, it's not being heard. So I want you to think about who are the, your, your cheerleaders in your life, right? Who can be your cheerleader who's there to support you no matter what they're here to um um really hold your hand and champion you so who are those people and during the big changes um going from one grade to another talk to those people about what you're feeling be open to share and maybe you form a little um your your own circle bring people bring friends together who understand you who can hear you and value bring their friendship to, together so that you feel seen her and value and mm. validated i thought those are important things especially yeah. going through changes yeah and who was kind of the biggest supporter when you were going through those changes for you in your life like who was that for you i i would say my biggest cheerleader was my mom yeah 
Yeah, same. My mom was a big cheerleader. She she held my hand for a long time. She was my crutches. I was too proud to look different. Right, I was、wow. still trying to fit in, and so I was too proud to use the crutches. And so instead of using it, I I held I held her hand.、Oh. She was my support. She was my cheerleader. And so for a very long time, I didn't have anybody、mm. but my mom. Yeah. So she's definitely someone who's very important in my life. Yeah, and I was just gonna say having. I mean, you don't need to have like. You know, necessarily your parents as your biggest cheerleaders, but just having someone in your life that is a, you know, your cheerleader, like you were saying, who is like the biggest advocate of whatever you're doing and whatever tiny success that you're doing. If you share it with them, they're just gonna, you know, they're just gonna cheer you on. You know,、um, yeah, I would hundred percent say say the same for me. It's my mom as well.、Um, yeah. yeah, just she's great. Yeah, they 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 provide the unconditional love,、yeah. and sometimes we find the unconditional love through our pet. Yes. Right? I have a I have a cat. Her,、oh, yeah. His name is Toby, and Toby to me is like unconditional love. So there's you know if you have a pet at home, that could be your emotional outlet. Like talk to your pet, and、mm. and a study have shown that you know it's actually healthy to talk、yep. to your pet. <laughs> oh yeah, trust me with a little voice as well. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, we talk to it like I do the cat voice. Yep, <laughs> it's the cat voice, the cat and the dog. It's so funny.、Yeah. It's like a baby voice, same thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We we look for that unconditional love, and、yeah. and we sometimes we find those unconditional love through our peers,、um, you know, despite the fact that you we may argue sometimes or initially, you know, they we don't think that they understand. But like if you think about all these friends in our life, they're really seeing us for who we are. Like your friends who last for a very long time. I have friends like from years and years ago, my childhood friends. We still are in contact, and and a lot of them is because that unconditional love, right?、Mm. They love me for for who I am, and regardless of how I look, what do I say,、mm. or you know things I was going through, they love、mm. me for just the way I am, and those are valuable. Yes, oh, I could not agree yeah. more. Um, yeah. I think this is again shifting gears a little bit.、Um, I would、yeah. love to talk about journaling with you.、Um, journaling is something I'm trying to get into personally. I haven't got yet. <laughs> I haven't got there, but that's okay.、Um, yeah, what do you think of the idea of gratitude journals or just self reflection journals,、um, happiness journals? So, sort of like, what's your take、mm-hmm. on all of those? Yeah. I so so one of my my、um, favorite work is from、uh, Katie Bry-、uh, Katie Byron.、Um, she has she has a work called、um, the work the work, and so basically it's a judgment journal. And the way that judgment journal works is that anytime you notice that you're judging yourself or you're judging others, okay, whether it's oh my gosh that 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 skirt is so ugly. Right, that's a that's a thought, and so that's think about that's journal, right? What are some of the things that really keeps me motivated? What kind of skirt do I love? What kind of color that brings a smile on my face? Maybe it's a splash of color. So keep that keep that journal as something that note catching yourself with any any time that you have this judgment, whether it's against yourself or against someone else. And that will be your prompts. So you're gonna write about it, and you're gonna come up with two different ways of saying the same thing. 
Okay, so if I were to say that, oh my gosh, that skirt, my skirt looks really ugly, or my body looks really ugly, I want you to come up with two different ways of how you would rephrase or re-say that statement again. So instead of saying my body is ugly in front of the mirror, maybe say, oh, my hair is really pretty, right? Even though my body may not be the way that I like, but my hair is really pretty and, and I have these amazing eyelashes that nobody else has, right? Start, so start by saying something that's more positive, towards more positive. It could be a positive affirmation. I know a lot of girls are um, who can understand the positive affirmation now. So say something positive affirmation or come up with a neutral way of saying it. I am I am just the way I am. I don't need to be perfect body, right? The, my body is just perfect yeah. for me. Yeah, it's like um lucky girl syndrome. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. Um, but also like those positive affirmations. Actually, so yeah, lucky girl syndrome. Lucky girl syndrome. Yeah, have you heard of it? I, I've seen it. Funny how you say it because I just recently saw it somewhere oh, no today. Uh, this like within the last twenty four or forty eight hours, the lucky lucky girl syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. I know we love the algorithm. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just gonna say lucky girl syndrome is so good. Like the the concept of it in a way because it's saying that things are always working out for me at any point in time. There's an audio going around on Instagram right now that it's trending audio and it, it's kind of like because things are going, working out for me at every point in time. It just kind of repeats it over and over, kind of like a mantra in a way. And I just love that. Um, it's, it's things like that. It's those positive affirmations, looking at yourself in the mirror, saying everything is working out for me. I am successful. I am beautiful. I am loved. You know, um, I love as well. You know, just those kind of things. I think, yeah, yeah those things are just, it's just so great. Our, our brain is very sensitive to the word don't. Oh, really? Like if you don't, if you say don't do this, people will do it mm. anyway. Right. So we're very sensitive <laughs> to the don't. Yeah. So don't, don't see. <laughs> I just yeah. use the word don't. Avoid, right? Avoid feeding your brain with all these don't. So, so anytime you, you catch yourself using the word don't or negative, before you say it out loud or before you actually tell it to yourself, change it to something that's a little more positive, something that's more neutral. I know a lot of people have like trouble making it turning into very positive. So say it's something very neutral, something that doesn't like has no, like kind of just blend, right? Sometimes blend is being okay. <laughs> so something that's very plain and yeah, it's a like mm -hmm. white, black and white board, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got you. Yeah. Um, just to wrap up, Michelle, did you have any final pieces of advice, any nuggets of wisdom, as I like to call it, that you would like to impart onto the audience? So I would say that anytime you catch yourself saying, I can't do this, instead of thinking that or saying that, start by saying, I can do this. Mm. I may not like it, right? But I, I can do this. Yeah. I can I can do it because this is going to teach me a lesson. This mm -hmm. is going to allow me to explore more about myself. So instead of saying, I can't do it, you, you, I can do this, and it's going to allow me to learn more about myself. Yeah, It's going to learn more about what I'm really good at. Yeah. Wow. Michelle, thank you so much. I think we had the best chat today. I'm definitely sure that the audience is going to take a lot away from this episode. Um, would you mind sharing the socials and how people can connect with you if they want to find a bit more about your story and connect with you on social platforms? 
They can find me through my website, elevatelifecoaching.org, or they can follow me on social media. I'm definitely a big, uh, big person on social media, um, Instagram and also Facebook. Oh, Michelle, thank you so much. That's amazing. You, you are amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. You're most welcome. And we'll talk soon. Yes. Bye. Wow, wow, and wow. (laughs) That was such a great episode. Isn't Michelle just amazing? You can see how much wisdom she imparts onto everyone and you could hear the smile through her voice. I told you, I told you. So elevatelifecoaching.org. Go check it out, y'all. It's going to be in the show notes as well. And just a reminder, Patreon is also in the show notes. Definitely go check that out right now. Also, I know that's a lot of requests, but I would really appreciate it if you would rate and review this episode, this podcast, this channel. Um, If you're on Apple Podcasts, you do have the freedom of leaving a review. And I would love that if you did leave a positive review. We've actually been getting some pretty awesome reviews lately. So that's that's really great. Keep it up, guys. And um, rate the podcast five stars as well. That would really appreciate it just with the reach of the podcast. So more and more people can find out about how to succeed in their education as well. Again, online store, 1st of March. Get keen, y'all. Woohoo! I'm very excited for that to be released. And um, yeah, definitely go check out the Instagram at allthingseducation21, which will give more and more updates about the online store and its progression. Uh, so far, I actually haven't mentioned it on the Instagram. So you guys on the podcast listeners are the first to know. And that is going to be a great merch store. So 100% of profits, as I say every single time, 100%. Whoa, that's crazy at all the profits that are going to bright futures child aid and development organization so that is a great initiative and i'd really appreciate it if you guys supported it spread the word around and um yeah first of march get keen Alrighty, everyone stay educated and we'll see you next sunday bye thanks so much for listening to the all things education podcast if you enjoyed the episode today why not support the show Head to the description of this episode and click on the support the show link to donate in increments of $5. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform. And remember, the advice given on this channel and on our social media is general information only. If you have any specific personal health, well-being and or educational issues, reach out to professionals such as your GP, school counselor and or a trusted person in your life before making any final decisions. Please do not take this episode as specific personal advice. And hopefully you now have more information about the topic you've listened to today. For more study and lifestyle content, head to our Instagram at allthingseducation21 and the link in the bio will direct you to many helpful resources. Stay educated, everyone, and see you next time. Hey there, are you a freelancer, professional, or do you want to enter into the entrepreneurial world? Well, Fever Learn has you covered. Learn From Fever is an online on-demand classes video platform. All classes are taught by top experts who are distinguished in their fields. These courses contain practical and comprehensive knowledge and exercises, quizzes and tests. And by taking a course, you will level up in your skills and grow professionally. The best thing about Fever Learn is there are no subscription fees or reoccurring costs you pay per course, so you can choose exactly what you want to learn then and there. It's amazing, right? I am definitely eyeing some of the courses and I love the fact that these courses are taught by top experts. To find out how you can further your skills and grow professionally, head to the podcast show notes and click on the link, Learn From Fever. Happy learning!